on Jazz FM. This is the Business Breakfast with Oanda. Online trading, currency data, money transfers. Craig Hillam joins us, Senior Market Analyst at Oanda. It does look, doesn't it, Craig, as if the hawks in the United States are pushing President Trump in front of the election, if you like, uh, to be harder and harder with China. Um, it doesn't sound good, for the f- at least for the phase one of the trade talks, does it? No, I mean, I think it's kind of more taking advantage rather than pushing uh, where the Trump has a situation in which he's gone from an incredible position of strength nine months ago uh, ahead of the election. The economy was roaring, unemployment was extremely low. It seemed difficult to imagine a scenario in which he wouldn't comfortably win the election. Like him or loathe him, the the economy is so important in these situations uh, and the economy was doing extremely well. The situation has changed dramatically since then. The unemployment rate has risen quite considerably and there's been a pandemic that he's been highly criticised for his approach towards uh, and the numbers in the US speak for themselves. And now you now Trump is in a position that he wants to make sure that the blame is deflected away from him and onto China. We've heard a lot of him saying, calling it the China virus. That's not, obviously not unintentional in the slightest. So clearly the hawks within his team have now decided this is the opportunity to strike. This is where they can put policies in place, which they've been pushing for for many years, um, and that Trump hasn't necessarily been receptive to while he's been wanting to negotiate a, a trade deal with China, which would have been the thing that he would have been able to present to the American people during the election campaign. So we've seen a lot of actions from him, and I can imagine that we're going to see many more now over the next few months. And if you're talking about an authoritarian state, um, you only have to look at the United States, don't you, and their attitude towards TikTok, which is extraordinary. Yeah, it's the, the, this story has really gathered steam over the course of the last couple of weeks and it seems that Twitter's now entered the fray in terms of companies that are interested in buying up uh, buying up TikTok. Uh, they've obviously had their own short video streaming service which hasn't uh, performed well and which has since uh, actually disappeared altogether. So they're seeing this as an opportunity to try and reinvigorate that. They're a much smaller company so they believe that there's less, um, le- le- less issues there in terms of the competition side of things. Um, and clearly there's a number of American firms that are interested in this incredible success story that's really uh, exploded uh, in front of us over the course of the last 12 months. But it's incredibly controversial, the idea of uh, the US threatening to ban a company that has more uh, users in the US unless they sell to a US company. That's hardly going to help relations between the two countries. It seems that Trump is now very much committed to driving an enormous wedge uh, between the two between now and the election because he sees that this favours him more of obviously dealing with the situation which he has at hand being the pandemic. What of the UK-Japan trade talks apparently faltering on the issue, which is a very important one, of course, of blue cheese of Stilton? Um, I suppose the view of it is that whatever happens, it's it's more to Japan's interest, isn't it, to get this done rather than rather than the UK, even though it's totemic for the UK? It's just an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, Liz Truss very much seems to be um, uh, synonymous with cheese uh, after um, her uh, speech uh, a couple of years ago so the fact that we're now seeing these stories around blue cheese just uh, seems to add a little bit of humour to this particular trade agreement the details of which most people wouldn't be particularly interested in uh, typically I think I think the trade deal's um, important for both sides really I mean we can't really under, uh, understate the importance of the UK rolling over, over many of these trade deals which were previously negotiated by the EU so that we 
can try uh, and make as big a success uh, of Brexit as we possibly can. Um, like I said, we don't normally pay that many attentions to the details of these trader deals uh, mm-hmm. on a broad basis. So uh, I think we can kind of take this these kind of stories with a pinch of salt and th- know that it's not going to be anything that causes the entire collapse of the ag- these agreements. But I think the, the the emphasis on the blue cheese really does just add a little bit of humour to it, to be honest. Our producer, Nick Howard, will be talking to the Employment Minister today because it is the day of the employment numbers. Um, and, uh, you know, th- there are a number of issues here, aren't there? A the long-term unemployed be the fact that these numbers rarely tell the true story but they won't make pretty reading presumably will they or will they well this is the thing we're still um into the early stages of the unfolding of the furlough scheme it's only this month that we're going to start seeing employers actually pay a contribution so it's only going to be over the next couple of months that we're going to see what uh, how many people are actually going to be retained or how many people are still going to be let go despite the furlough scheme it was always going to cover a large section of people who never had any chance of retaining their jobs but they were retained on because of the furlough scheme um, uh, only uh, and they are th- this is only going to be reflected in the unemployment numbers now over the course of the next couple of months so unemployment in itself is only expected to rise this month from 3.9% to 4.2%. That sounds extraordinarily low, but that's going to double, uh, it seems, now over the course of the next three or four months once the furlough scheme is unwound in its entirety. So I don't think we're going to learn an enormous amount. The claim account numbers are probably going to give us a little bit more information than anything else today, but I don't think we're going to learn an enormous amount for the, from the jobs day today just because the furlough scheme is still in place uh, and therefore um, until that's removed we're not going to really understand the true extent uh, beyond that's, surveys that's true on, on and, and I mean situation. in any case never mind the furlough scheme we are not going to understand not so much how many people will get back to work but what kind of shape the economy will actually be when they do it's very difficult isn't it to predict the kind of industries that will prosper again I think the shape of the economy is going to be extremely important and um, uh, I think it, it's quite clear that, that, that how well a number of the other government schemes perform over the course of the next few months will determine whether we're looking at an unemployment of 8% 9% or 10% really we've seen an enormous effort to try and support the hospitality sector uh, with the kind of eat out to help out scheme um, trying to push more people out trying to increase confidence in, in, uh, among people who mm. maybe are a little bit too worried about what what risks they're taking by going out uh, and this is going to be hugely important for many companies in this sector and this this sector employs thousands and thousands of people uh, and probably you could argue maybe probably some of the most vulnerable people as well people who are on low incomes who are least able to to cope with a period of, of unemployment so i think uh, once we yes you, you, you mentioned the you mentioned the eat out to, to help out scheme, which apparently has been used 10 million times so far. It's quite a lot, isn't it? It doesn't cost the Treasury a great deal. Do you think it is a good encouraging move to get people out? I think, um, I mean, obviously, we, we will probably be viewing this in hindsight in future because if the eat out to help out scheme pushes people out and then the virus spreads again and we get a second wave as a result, the answer will be no. But if we, if, if we do not see uh, spikes as a result of people moving out, then I would say, Yes, I know people have heavily criticised the government scheme because they're saying, well, why is it that people are living on the breadline? Why is it people are losing their jobs and yet we're giving money to people to um, effectively, who, who who can afford to eat out, to to have a, a cheaper bill? But that's not the point of this scheme. It's the point that every scheme has its own intended target. And the point of the scheme is to get people out again, to restore confidence in the high street, to hopefully do so in a safe way, to save many people, uh, many, com- many businesses in the hospitality sector, to save hopefully many jobs and low-paying jobs in the hospitality 
hospitality sector uh, at that uh, and, and to try and keep the unemployment rate down as much as possible and it also has other knock-on effects as well if you're going out to eat out maybe you'll then spend a little bit of money in another place maybe on a Tuesday you'll go out and eat out to because that's when the, the scheme runs but maybe on Thursday when it's not running you'll go somewhere else because you feel a little bit safer because of the experience you enjoyed on the Tuesday so the, the knock-on effects that this is intended to have is, is, is completely separate from other schemes which the government is running they, we can't say that the government shouldn't be assisting in other areas as well. That's, this isn't the only scheme that's available out there. But if this is successful, and it seems that some of the earlier data that we are seeing it is, then hopefully this will preserve many, many thousands of jobs and businesses, um, which are going to be extremely important as part of any recovery. Because if we're looking at double-digit unemployment, that is that is, that is absolutely terrible as far as the, uh, the economy mm. is concerned and the people who will be most heavily impacted by it. Craig Earlham, thank you very much indeed. On Jazz FM, this is the Business Breakfast with Oanda. Online trading, currency data, money transfers. Oh.